Welcome back to The Inner Athlete. This is episode number 19. And today I just am in a place of reflection and a little bit of, I guess, excitement, but it's that controlled excitement where you feel like you don't know why you have the good feeling in your body, but you're not necessarily energetic and expressing it, right? So it's it's that controlled sense of excitement because we are going into a new year and I guess I'm recording this this podcast on Christmas morning. I don't have kids. I don't have a husband. I sit at home in my apartment. I actually already did my morning movement and I'm going to record this podcast before going to spend some time with the family. And I guess I just felt like it was a good place for me to kind of start with just a little bit of reflection before I jump into what this podcast is really going to be about, which is kind of helping you to create some sustainable changes and some some action steps and thoughts to kind of generate a more successful approach to the new year. Um, you know, I, I know the new year is typically a time where people start to think about new year's resolutions and and getting back on track with things and getting back to normalcy, you know, vacations over, you know, you feel kind of like rejuvenated and ready to tackle the world. And I and I want to really set you guys up for, for with little bit with some success. But first things is like just reflecting on where where I've been myself personally and and maybe where some of you guys might have been because 2020 has been I, I feel like I'm living in a movie uh you know from covid from you know walking around in a ghost town while businesses are closed from opening up businesses to wearing a face mask to the unbelievably unbelievably disastrous you know events of George Floyd and and the whole you know ramifications of that and everything the election like this year has just been full of experiences and it's really easy to think about all the negative because at the end of the day none of those have really brought any sense of positivity to our lives but some of the things that have come from them has been maybe a little bit more fortitude maybe a little bit more awareness about you know about life and circumstances and and, and different social situations and things like that. But, you know, not to get too far off on a tangent, but I guess what I really wanted to say was 2020 was probably one of the years that I've grown the most in my entire life. Um, I would say that aside from 2020, probably the year that I left treatment and going into CrossFit was probably one of the other pivotal moments for me. But uh, 2020 has been a year where I feel like at 35 years old, I'm finally learning you know, to understand more about what my purpose is. And I'm getting a little bit more clarity in terms of, of what my life is meant to be like and, and what I'm living for, because I do believe that we all have a purpose. And I I know I've mentioned this before, but I can remember being eight, nine, 10, 11 years old and wanting to be famous and wanting people to listen to me and and look up to me. And not because I wanted the respect, but I wanted them to value what I had to say and that I wanted to bring value to their life in in some in some form of of platform whether it was as a famous, you know, movie star or an Olympic athlete or whatever it was and and the athletic side is what I went into and I'm I'm very grateful for all of the things I've I've been given this year and and despite all of the negativity I've found that I think that of all the things I've gotten out of it is clarity. So the one positive that's come from all of this this year is is clarity and belief in what I'm capable of. But it hasn't been easy. And that's why I really wanted to start by just talking a little bit about that because 
as we go into the new year and we're going into 2021 and you guys might have these things that you really want for yourself. And I'm here to tell you that they're not going to be easy to achieve because anything that you really want, there's a reason why you don't have it yet because it probably requires something very uncomfortable. And I've had to make a lot of sacrifices this year to be able to do the things that I want to do. And I've had to make a lot of changes in my mindset and my thoughts to be able to achieve what I want to achieve. And it's just, I don't know. I'm just super fired up to talk a little bit about it today. So, you know, first and foremost, New Year's resolutions can kind of have either a really negative or a little, or like a really positive, I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, notion around them. You know, some people are like, oh, I love New Year's resolutions. I love making changes. I love setting myself up for success. Others are like, oh, New Year's is bullshit. And and I like to think about, and, and what I'm learning is thinking about all of these actions in a less emotional state and a more like they're not good or bad. They're not right or wrong. They just are, can help create a lot more success in whatever it is. So I really don't have an opinion on whether or not a New Year's resolution is a good or a bad thing to have, but I do have an opinion on uh, taking the right approach to it and making sure that you are setting yourself up for success. Because I believe that a person's new year can start on whatever day they decide, whether it's January 1st or whether it's March 25th. And they decide that that's going to be the day that they're going to dedicate themselves to change. So your new year can happen at any point. It just is a really good time to take advantage of that motivation you feel from having a little bit of downtime, having some time to reflect so I wanted to start today by talking a little bit about um, creating some, some sustainable changes that are going to help you create more sustainable results. And I am going to segue this later on into helping those of you guys that might be looking for more of a nutritional or fitness related tra- transformation and how to set yourself up for success for that. Because that's the one thing that I'm really passionate about educating you guys on today that are going into the new year feeling like crap about yourself from all the crap you've eaten and are looking to really make some changes to your habits and your nutrition and to the way you look and feel about yourself. So let's just kind of start by diving into some of the factors that are going to really factor into you actually being able to maintain the changes that you make. And so I wanted to start by just breaking down internal and external factors that are going to affect your results. Now, before we talk about results, I want to remind you guys that every result you have has been created by some form of action step. So when you guys are thinking about these internal or external factors, I want you to realize that the reason they're either going to be working for you or against you is because you've taken action because of them. So when you guys are looking forward to um, setting yourself up for success on a new nutrition plan, on a new fitness plan, or whatever it might be, I want you to take a look at some of the, first of all, the internal factors that are going to affect your ability to stay consistent with that program. So first things first is your mindset. Where are you at mentally? So if you're in a place of complete disgust with yourself and I've been there and you're like, I'm going to go kill myself in the gym the first week of the year. And by Friday, you are so exhausted. You're like, ugh, I'm unmotivated now, right? Like, That mindset versus the person that's like, you know what, I'm just going to commit to going to the gym 30 minutes, you know, four to five days a week and feel good about myself. So identifying the internal factors. Now, when I talk about internal factors, I want you to understand what they're coming from. They're coming from 
past experiences or past circumstances that are creating some form of belief that you have about yourself or what you need to do or what you're capable of. So first things first is like, let's just say you're somebody that's tried dieting over and over and over again. And every time about two weeks in, you start to lose steam and then you go back to what you were doing before. And then two months later, you forgot you even dieted. So you are believing that because it's actually happened in the past. So that past experiences, past experience is driving future behaviors. Another one is, is just kind of like not understanding the, the process of changing and how those pieces of, you know, struggles that we find along the way, or that time when you're like, just not motivated are part of the plan and not being educated enough to understand that that's not a fault of yours. That is a part of your journey and understanding how to navigate that. So the internal factor that I really feel like I want to just kind of harp on is, is it's, it's all coming down to how you view yourself and how you view what you need to do to create the changes in your life. So that's number one. The external factors that I'm talking about are going to come from your environment. So this is the things like work stress, life stress, trying to take care of kids, trying to navigate running a business, trying to you know, figure out where you're going to be able to, or what time you're going to be able to fit in the gym routine and wanting to go to group classes, but the classes that you want aren't available. Like those are all external factors, things that are not internal. They're outside of your control. They're outside of yourself, but they're putting it, they're causing some kind of a struggle or a stressor in your journey. So identifying those factors as well is huge because if you now have the internal factors, which your mindset and you're looking at the external factors that you're having to navigate, you can start to create a more sustainable plan that's going to help you create more success. And this is fitness and nutrition related, but I want you guys to understand this isn't any avenue that you're doing. So take these and let them run in any area of your life that you're trying to create change in. So I really wanted to start by talking about that. The next thing I want to talk about is this whole not this whole notion of like new year, new you. I get that a lot and, or new year, new you. And I actually agree with that and, and not in the way that you think it's not like I'm going to go, all right, I don't work out at all. I eat whatever I want, which is typically Chinese food and pizza. And, um, you know, I drink Coca-Cola, I drink alcohol, you know, I I'm very lazy. I sit around, I'm not going to take that person and be like, tomorrow you're waking up and you're going to be in the gym six days a week. And you're going to be eating nothing but um, these foods off of this list. And you're going to be doing all of this stuff 100% with no if, ands, or buts. That's not the notion of new year, new you that I agree with. What I do agree with is that in order for you to change and in order for you to create the changes that you want for yourself, you have to change who you are. You have to change the beliefs you have about yourself and be able to realize that in order for you to do something different in your life, you're going to have to become something different. And the best example I'm going to give you is let's just say you are that person that eats Chinese food and pizza and doesn't work out and Netflix is all day and works and doesn't like to move much, just doesn't really value anything to do with themselves. In fact, sometimes they just don't even have good self-care practices like normal shower routines and stuff like that. Taking that person and changing them into somebody who has now changed their diet, changed their nutrition plan, 
change their training program, works on movement throughout the day is going to be a transformation. So in order for you to take that person, or even if that's you, to create that change you want, which is maybe losing some weight, feeling good about yourself, you're going to have to change the beliefs you have about the values in your life and the things you value. You're going to have to change the mindset of like, this is who I am and become the person that has already changed. And I do think that it has to come from a gradual place. I don't think that it needs to come from a cold turkey place. But what does need to happen is the gradual changes you make need to be given 100% effort. And so kind of giving an example of that is, you know, kind of saying, all right, I'm going to start with nutrition quality. And I'm going to take this person that's eating Chinese food and pizza and start to get them to eat oatmeal, chicken, rice, sweet potato, veggies. That's step number one. They're going all in on creating that one change. Once they've mastered that, maybe they're working on some other things along the way, but that's the one thing that they're really dialed in on. The other things are kind of like coming as they go. If you focus on things that way, before you know it, the transformation happens. So, because it usually goes hand in hand that once you start eating healthier, you kind of want to start working out usually happens in in reverse. Usually you start working out. So you want to start eating healthier. So they kind of happen hand in hand. The most important thing to realize is going back to that internal factor of mindset is you have to be focused on the work and the effort and the process less than you are about getting to the end result. Because you have to remind yourself that you've ingrained these behaviors and these things in your head for so long that in order for you to change, you've got to recognize that it's going to take time. Some people get it faster than others. You know, for instance, when I went all in on my my journey and I went from, you know, drinking and eating and whatever I wanted, I was like, you know what? I'm like going to start today. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to start working out. And I didn't go back, but I didn't say I'm going to wake up and start working out and stop eating everything that I'm eating. I just started making better choices. So I do think that the new year, new you is important. So as we go into that, I kind of wanted to segue into giving you guys a little bit more of a focus in terms of setting yourselves up for, you know, a better successful new year's resolution or a new year's goal or whatever it is. So first and foremost, we're going to go through these next four steps. The first step is you have to identify what your goal is. What is it you are trying to achieve? Meaning I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to be 15% body fat. I want to just be able to start moving without pain. So I'm going to start working out more. What is the end goal you're looking to achieve? Along with your goal, you need to identify the vision, meaning a goal is the end result. The vision is what does it look like when you're at the end result? What does your life look like? What do you do throughout your day? What level of commitment do you have to yourself and your goal? What focus do you have on that? And what focus is in in other areas of your life? So you've got to have the vision that goes with the goal. If you have the goal without the vision, you're going to miss a huge part of success, which is understanding that you have to enjoy the changes that you're making. For instance, I enjoy working out. Somebody that doesn't enjoy working out is not going to be able to enjoy reaching a level of leanness of like 10% body fat with, you know, a good amount of muscle, right? Because they have to enjoy working out. 
It doesn't mean that somebody needs to do that. But if your goal is, I want to see abs and get shredded, you not liking working out or, or lifting weights is going to be a part of that process. So you have to either be willing to change that and learn to enjoy it or recognize that maybe your goal is not in line with the vision you have for your life. And it's also true, just letting you know, your vision can change, your goals can change, right? So like what you want this year might not be what you want next year. That's also okay. But just know that what you're going after is going to have a difference or it's going to it's going to make your life a little bit different. So you have to look at the vision too. Then you need to identify what is the plan that you need to tackle. And this is where education is so important. So when I have a client reach out to me with goals and dreams and things like that, I need to educate them on the vision of what that's going to look like for them. This is the lifestyle that you're looking at living in order to achieve that goal. Is that something that you're willing to commit to? You know, is if if you are going to set yourself up for success, you have to educate yourself on what you're doing and why you're doing it. Why does it work? And it doesn't have to be, you know, spending time on the boring stuff about the science like that, unless you really geek out on that, which I really do. But educate yourself on what it's going to require of you, what's going to happen along the way, and all of those factors, because that's going to allow you to be more compliant with what you're doing. You know, one of the things that I, I've, I will always harp on everybody is education will always help you be more compliant. And I know that the more I understand what I'm doing, the more willing I am to do it. So identifying the plan, um, what do you need to do? And then the last one is you need to identify the action steps that you're going to need to take to start creating that process. So, and it might be writing down five or six different things that you're going to have to start doing, but maybe you're only starting with one or two of them. So you have to start to think about the things that maybe you have to change. So things you might have to let go of in your life that have been negatively serving you or maybe not creating the life you want. And what things do you want to add in to help create the life that you want? You know, so maybe you are so busy you're you never have time for anything. You're literally fitting in your workout two or three times a week and you just want to be able to get to the gym, you know, every morning, first thing in the morning and, and get into this routine and you just can't. So maybe your first thing is like, waking up an extra hour early and getting used to the morning grind. And maybe that's going to set you up for success, getting to bed an hour earlier, you know? So it's just identifying what action steps you're going to need to take to create that change. So that's kind of like why when I talk about new year's resolutions, I really like to get people to think past the first week, the past, the first two weeks, past the first four weeks and looking ahead at like three months, six months, 12 months. Now, I I like benchmarks. So like, where do you want to be in 30 days? Where do you want to be in 60 days? Where do you want to be in 90 days? But looking past just right now and into the future is so important for a couple of reasons. One, you won't be as frustrated with yourself when you're not 100% compliant because you recognize that like you're trying to make changes. It's going to take time. Two, you're probably going to be more committed to the work that you are doing if you're not in such a rush to get to the end. So if you can focus on just one or two items and make changes, you're going to be more successful in the long run. And that's why I wanted to kind of start just to kind of segue into the last part of this podcast episode, which is talking a little bit about my system, because I am going to be starting a group program on January 11th. And if you are interested in getting involved with me, um, you are totally welcome to reach out to me. I want to hear from you. Um, I'm going to be making some more posts about the details on the on the group program. But 
it's a system. And I'm starting it at the beginning of the year, not necessarily January 1st, but January 11th, because I do want people to look while you guys are creating vision. It's like, what do I see for myself in four weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks, 18 weeks? Where do you want to be? And I want to set you guys up for success with that. So I wanted to kind of look or give you guys a little bit of an insight on what my system is going to look like and what my group program is going to look like. So first and foremost, this system is the same system that's going to work for you, whether you are trying to lose weight, gain weight, or maintain the same weight. The level of compliance of it and the level of commitment to it or adherence to it is going to vary based on, you know, what kind of a lifestyle you want to live. So somebody wanting to get, you know, 5% body fat and shredded versus somebody that wants to lose 50 pounds is going to have a different level of commitment. That 5% shredded athlete needs to be 100% committed to being 100% dialed in. Whereas that person that has 50, 100 pounds to lose might be able to take things a little bit more moderately in the beginning and create some small changes and getting those steps together. Either way, the system is the same. The next thing about my system is how does it start? It starts with this. It starts with creating the the roadmap. And that's why I call it roadmap to results. It's like, where are we now? Where are we starting? Current assessment, where do we need to get to? And what steps do we need to take to get there? So that's my system. And I use it with everybody. And that's why the first week of working with me, whether you're in a group program or on a one-on-one basis, is going to be assessing your current lifestyle. Like, what are you currently eating? What are your eating habits like? Are you on the go? Are you eating out? You know, what are your current training um, training modalities? Are you doing CrossFit? Are you not working out at all? Are you looking to get into a workout but don't know where to start? I want to look at where you're at so that I know how to help you. And then from there, it's educating you guys along the way about what we're doing, why we're doing it, navigating things like my weight loss has plateaued. All of a sudden, I feel like crap. My workouts are feeling good. Why is that? My workouts are feeling bad. Why is that? Educating you guys along the way on what matters. One of the things I am super passionate about is getting people to understand dietary protocols and why they work and why they don't. And at the end of the day, what I want to prevent most people from doing is going to unnecessary needs or unnecessary measures to reach their results with extreme dietary protocols that are probably not being applied appropriately. And that's what I really, really, really am passionate about. And that's why I do this program. And I did it last year and it was super successful. And I'm probably going to be running it a few more times this year. Now, how does my program end? In six weeks, I am not expecting you to be at this place of I've got these great results and I feel amazing. If that happens, I've done a really good job and you've done a really good job and you probably had less than 10 pounds to lose and already had most of your things together. But what I want to do is jumpstart that habit change for you that is going to create momentum going forward. And then from there, I hope to be able to continue on your journey with helping you continue to navigate these things. But the goal of my six-week system, my six-week program, is to educate you and get you started with the right momentum needed to create lasting changes. So as you guys are going into the first week of the new year, which is coming up this Friday, I want you guys to really think about what it is that you want to achieve. What does that look like to you? What education do you need 
And what action steps do you need to take? And if you want more help with that, I am also going to be doing a webinar. It's going to be a Zoom-based webinar, so you guys will be able to connect with me on January the 4th. On Monday, January the 4th, there's going to be details on that as well. If you're one of those people who is out there right now ready to get started, you are ready and you are fired up to go into this new year and be a new person, let me help you. Let me educate you on how to do it the right way because that's what I'm passionate about. And as I go back into reflection before I end this episode, I want to share that passion with you because it gets me so fired up and I'm about to go hit my workout, my 12 days of Christmas workout, and it's just going to inspire me to just push a little harder today. Guys, I want to be your resource, whoever you are out there who's looking to make life changes, who's looking to make your life better who doesn't know where to start, who knows that there's something greater you have to achieve out there, but you keep telling yourself these stories. I was there. And I am so grateful for the coaches that have been brought upon my life and the people that have entered my life that believed in me, who supported me, who helped me along the way to get me to where I am right here on a very small platform, but one I hope that grows to help inspire you guys to live a better life, to believe that you are capable of something. So if that's you, please, I want to hear from you. I'm even going to put my phone number today in the show notes. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year.